1: Michael,
2: Michael Reed on, on LMFM. The Taoiseach ate, what he said was a very nice Hereford steak on Monday night, and that makes for the front page of the Irish Independent today. It's a a nod from Page Story, I'm sure you'll agree. The headline is Radgar Dines Out on Steak Amid Beef Backlash. This follows comments uh, that uh, the Taoiseach made on Monday when he was asked about how he might reduce his carbon footprint and he said that he would eat less meat. He said that as uh, the Taoiseach, uh, it's very difficult for him to cut down on on things like travel and uh, that he would often use airplanes and have to go to different uh, parts of the world and that sort of thing. But he, he was aware of his carbon footprint and that, as a result, he tried to eat less meat. And he would also cut down on eating meat, Leo Vratker said, for health reasons. There has been a backlash to this, as reported in the Irish Independent today. And the ICSA has said that the Taoiseach has been reckless in the extreme. Let's find out why Patrick Kent is president of the ICSA, the Irish Cattle and Sheep Farmers Association. Good morning to you, Patrick, and thanks for joining us. Uh, were you surprised? You were obviously concerned, but were you surprised by what the Taoiseach had to say?
3: Good morning, Michael. Uh, I was actually shocked uh, that the Taoiseach would into all and say what he said, and uh, absolutely without any evidence. And um, I found it shocking, and uh, there's no backup evidence to say that, that um, uh, red meat causes cancer. There was a statement made some time back that red meat and processed meat cause cancer, but it's the process into the thing that was the problem. Mm. We, we, we export a lot of um, high-quality beef and lamb from this country, and we're very good producers of it because of our climate here. We can grow grass better than any other crop, and um, an abundance of it. And um, as, as grass is not a, a super food for humans, uh, when you put it through an animal, it turns into something really fantastic, and uh, we export that, and it's highly valued around the world, and... Uh, it's actually uh, known for its its cancer-reducing qualities. CLAs in, in grass-fed meats are are a huge uh, anti-carcinogen, and um, that's been verified. Whereas what he said isn't.
2: Well, red meat is, I think, uh, by many, and I suppose experts will always differ. But by many, as being carcinogenic, and indeed, I think recently there's been claims that red meat is as bad as cigarettes.
3: No, 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 no. Totally contrary to the truth. Uh, it's been compared to cigarettes, actually, um, processed meat. That's salamis and, and sausage um, hot dog type meats. That's highly processed using a product called sodium nitrite. That was the identified carcinogen. So it wasn't the actual meat itself. It was the processing process and the chemical used. And now a lot of our processors are not using that chemical. Um, and they're using much less harmful chemicals, and uh, so I think uh, you know processed meats are much safer than they used to be as a result of that statement made some time back. But that's out of date. Uh, he needs to go back to uh, his studies and and find out uh, what is the truth, and, and certainly what he said in the doll was not the truth.
2: Mm, it is hard to digest, though, isn't it?
3: One it's hard to digest. Red meat. Absolutely not! Absolutely not! It's very natural. Uh, grass-fed meat, in particular, is very, very health-giving. It's, it's nutrient-dense. Uh, uh, it's it's, um, it's it's life-giving. It's it's, it's really healthy. Yeah. Oh, the problem we have in in modern societies: people are consuming too much uh, sugars, and uh, sugars are the one that causes the obesity. And uh, we're just drinking, consuming way too much sugars uh, in soft drinks and um, processed foods.
2: Do you think people eat too much red meat?
3: No. No, actually, to the contrary, we're only producing the same amount of beef and lamb as we've ever produced because of, you know, various factors. But we are consuming way, way more. Um, uh, We're producing uh, worldwide, we're producing the same amount of of, of, um, ruminant meats as has been produced uh, since millennia. But uh, Mm. we're producing a lot more poultry, five times as much poultry as we used to produce, and we're producing three times as much uh, pork. So, um, they're they're increasing meat production, but the actual products we're we're exporting from here have not been um, uh, increased in quantity very much at all.
2: How much red meat is safe to eat? Uh, What would you consider to be a healthy diet uh, that includes red meat? How much red meat?
3: Well, I think uh, as much as you like. As As much as you like. In Argentina, Mm. consume beef when it's uh, very, very cheap. uh, They consume it up to It makes you fat, though, doesn't it? I wouldn't recommend that, but uh, it would be, you know, it's it, 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 uh, something, certainly meat once a day is, is what I do myself. And,
2: mm. uh, how h- h- how much once a day?
3: Um, the equivalent of a steak, possibly. Yeah. Mm.
2: They, they, they say half the size of your hand is as much meat as you should have in your plate.
3: Not necessarily so. Not necessarily so. Um, depends on what you're putting with it and, and, and uh, how often you're consuming it. Say. So, you know, you can consume way, way more than that. If... Um, if uh, you're not consumers on, on a very regular basis. But uh, certainly... Well,
2: if you don't want to be obese...
3: No, no, there's no no correlation at all between obesity and uh, red meat consumption. None whatsoever. Really? Absolutely none. Okay. Actually, when you go into a fast food joint, for instance, you get a burger. It's not the burger that causes the obesity, it's the actual soft drink and the fries. So if you change the soft mm-hmm. drink for water... What about I mean? heart disease? Heart disease is yeah that's that's related to inflammation mm. and uh, inflammation as a result of too much sugars mainly and the wrong omega balance in the diet.
2: But heart disease from eating red meat?
3: No, no, no. Actually, we're not consuming enough animal fats. We're consuming too much vegetable fats, oils, and they cause inflammation that causes heart disease.
2: Mm, okay, well, a lot of people would think that it makes you obese and it causes heart disease. and of there's, meat there's so a lot of misinformation to, uh, out
3: there. You know. Yeah. No, well, what, what about
2: what? What what about leaving uh, the planet for our children?
3: Well, um, yeah, there's misinformation also on that. As I said earlier, that we're, we have the same amount of rumen. a well, very necessary part of the ecosystem. And uh, grass is... Um, it is, is takes a lot of um, carbon from the atmosphere, mm. and it takes way more than, than, than uh, you know, the animals give off um, by a factor of many times, and the animal is a necessary part to harvest that grass and to turn it into carbon that goes into the soil, and mm. the soil is a carbon sink, so a uh, very necessary part. Ruminant animals out in pasture are a very necessary part of our, our, our ecosystem that sequester that's carbon.
2: Mm. Uh, but it, it's uh, the methane uh, that they belch, isn't it, that causes these yeah, carbon there emissions? Been, there has
3: been a rise in methane uh, since zero seven. There has been mm. a, an increase in methane, but that's been correlated directly with the increase in fracking, which is 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 um, is, is is cracking shale rock using uh, high power, uh, you know, high pressure um, fluids injection, and uh, it gives off that gives off uh, a lot of methane, which is not captured, and, and uh, in the atmosphere that that. It uh, the, the, the coincides with the increase in fracking. Is the, is the increase in methane in emissions? So it's nothing to do uh, with um, ruminants. Really? Well, look, the ruminants are producing a certain amount of methane since since millennia, and uh, it's that's the same. That hasn't increased.
2: Yeah, but it's adding to all of uh, the other carbon emissions, uh, and uh, we're facing into a huge crisis. Uh, and, I mean, as people have been hearing, we've uh, a dozen years or something like that uh, before we face uh, close uh, to extinction at this stage.
3: There's a lot of alarmists. Uh, you know, there is certainly an increase in greenhouse gases and carbon dioxide in particular, but that correlates directly with the increase in the burning of fossil fuels. And uh, and uh, you know, and you have to go down any road and see the amount of cars and, and the amount of car sales lots and use of cars and and, and the miles that people are doing and the consumption of fossil fuels. Uh, mm. And that that's you know. That's well, the that's the, isn't
2: isn't that the point that Taoiseach was making uh, that he flies a lot he drives a lot uh, as the prime minister he has to it's part of his job and there's little he can do in terms of his carbon footprint in that sense so he's decided to reduce his meat intake in order uh, to uh, bring down the amount of emissions that are uh, because of uh, the cows that we're farming in this country
3: yeah, he's working on misinformation. Actually, um, he's you know, if he wants to to reduce his carbon emissions, he can fly on a smaller plane or uh, uh, fly less often, use more internet technology to to communicate his messages, and uh, less traveling, and um, and maybe uh, drive a hybrid or electric car or a car with a smaller engine or a mm. smaller car, or, or maybe walk or cycle or whatever. You know, there's there's many many ways people can uh, you know reduce their carbon footprint and. Um, and I'd suggest he'd look at those instead of uh, reducing his meat consumption, which actually, uh, uh, you know, there's, there's a correlation between the CLA content in meat and reducing cancer. So I think uh, it's, he's actually got a missed message there for a trained doctor to have a missed message. Uh, I think it's it's rather sad.
2: Is it cruel to eat meat?
3: Um, no, it's not. Um, and animals, you know, we comply with all the the actual um, highest level of animal husbandry standards. And, and an animal is... is, is um, humanely um, taken out of existence, you know. Is it cruel to cut grass?
2: If cows could talk, would they say it was cruel to eat meat?
3: Well, if grass could talk, if your lawn could talk, they say the smell of a freshly cut lawn is, is mm. actually the grass uh, responding to being cut. Yeah,
2: yeah but it, it, if you cut grass, uh, it gets stronger. It lives longer.
3: Yeah, well, so the same with the carrot of cattle. If you take out the strongest, then the others try better. Okay.
2: All right. Uh, Listen, while we have you here, uh, can we talk uh, about uh, the Commons vote yesterday and uh, how concerned you are or not this morning? Uh, Are are you optimistic in any sense that this could bring about an end to the ongoing confusion surrounding Brexit? Uh, And uh, do you believe uh, that there is any prospect of a solution this morning?
3: Um, you know, it's not expected, the voters, as um, you know, the no-conference vote is not expected to pass today, so it's back to business as usual, I'd say, next week onwards. Uh, is is uh, Brexit still on track? It probably is. Uh, is it going to, you know, mean a hard border for Ireland? I hope not, certainly hope not. Um, will, um, you know, Britain and Ireland continue to trade as normal? It doesn't look. Uh, it looked like there might be impediments, and I certainly wouldn't like to see that happening. I'd like to see, for, you know, borderless free trade, and yeah. I think uh, proximity and and reducing fire carbon footprint and everything, trading with our nearest neighbour makes a lot of sense.
2: Okay, but well, what's your sense of it though? What uh, do you think, or how do you think this will pan out?
3: I think there's a lot of politics being played with us, and uh, I think having too much emphasis on you know the politicking. Uh, Rather than the actual reality, the reality is, you know, um, we, have, we have our nearest neighbours and, and, and uh, they're very good customers of ours. Hmm. And we're also good customers of theirs. There's good trade each way. And I think that needs to be unimpeded.
2: OK, but do you think that uh, this ongoing conundrum uh, will continue uh, and uh, that Article 50 will be extended or possibly even revoked?
3: looks like um, either can happen either or. it's it's a 50-50 one at the minute uh, if you're a gambling person to be aware, I be not know which to put the money on but you know people need food and they need to eat and, and, and we trade a lot of food and um so, I, I, and, you know, people, uh, you know, the, the British population like our food that we produce here and uh, we're good at producing it and uh, I hope that continues.
2: All right, Patrick, we'll leave it there for the moment. Thank you indeed for joining us this morning. Patrick Kent, president of the ICSA. That's the Irish Cattle and Sheep Farmers Association.
1: Michael, Michael Reed on LMFM.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods